everyone, and welcome to the Galactic Podcast. I am Lauren Romo, and with me usually is my cousin Andrea. But uh, as you guys know, she's on a little uh, small hiatus. She'll be back better than ever when she is ready to come back. But today, I continue my fun podcast with some fun other podcast friends. Today, I have a returning guest. I'm so excited to talk to her about some Star Wars books. Magdal, how are you, my friend? I am doing so well, and I'm so excited to talk about books. As soon as you suggested we talk about these books, uh, when I came back for my grand return, um, I was so excited. Um, I'm I'm happy to be back. I I like forgot for a second that I've been on the show already, and you're like, she's back, and I'm like, what? I've been here before, <laughs> but then I remembered you let me talk about the dark saber for as long as I wanted to, and I was like, yep, I was here. <laughs> I left my mark. Correct. Yeah, and for some reason, to, you let me come back. <laughs> I know how to pull Meg in. It's either dark sabers or books, and I know I can get around the show. So there's, I'm smart. I I know what I'm doing, Meg. I know you how to, are. I know how you to are. get you. Yes. <laughs> but thank you for yeah. Thanks for coming on. I can't wait to talk about the books that we're going to talk about. Very exciting stuff, I think, and I think you agree as well. But before we dive into that, all that good stuff, guys. If this is your first time listening to us, welcome. We are Star Wars Podcasts that discuss anything and everything within that galaxy far, far away. In each episode, we will dive into one or two topics and have a general discussion on them. Topics could be movies, TV series, books, comics, a specific character, you name it. We talk about it. So like we said, kids, we're talking books today, man. Woo! So we got four new books coming out between the months of May and June of next year. And... I'm excited. I know Meg's excited for a lot of these and what these books are going to explore. So let's just dive into it. So before we kind of get into each book, Meg, I want to kind of get your initial thoughts when you heard these these books revealed. I mean, we have two set in the prequel era. We have one that's set in between original trilogy and sequel trilogy. And then we have a really fun other book that has uh, multiple authors involved. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, you know, again, kind of your initial thoughts when this came out. This came out in October was when uh, Star Wars dropped the news. So, Meg, how excited are you for these four books? What were your initial thoughts? This came completely out of nowhere. Um, you know, we're get, we knew already that we were getting the High Republic the High Republic books, at least the first ones that have been announced for the beginning of the year. We don't even know what's coming later next year. So we knew we had those. And then um, the Queen's Hope is coming out later in April, I think, is when they moved it to. Um, so we knew we were getting books already. And like sometimes they release things in the summer, but not always. So like it would have been not surprising if there would have been nothing. And then completely out of nowhere, like in between – book things that were happening. Like I think, um, yeah, in between um, Ronan and uh, Thrawn, the Thrawn book that's coming out in November, this announcement just hit us. And um, four new books at once. That's, uh, aside from the High Republic announcements, it's very rare that they announce that many books at one time. Um, so I feel like it, like thematically, in a way, they're probably connected. Um, but I am so excited. I, I'm excited for any new Star Wars book. Like, if if you've ever heard me talk about Star Wars books, you know this already. If it's a Star Wars book, I am excited uh, for the most part. But um, yeah, I just I, I love announcements like this where they, they you know there's no 
there was no nothing surrounding this. There was no convention. There was no um, panel. There was no, they just it just appeared. And you know what? That's the best kind of book announcement, and um, I'm here for it. Yeah, I mean, it literally did come out of nowhere. Like, yeah, it was just you know randomly on you know on October seventh, they were like, oh hey guys, guess what? We got four new books that aren't like you're saying aren't related to the High Republic that we were aware of. That more books were coming out. And these four books are really amazing. Like I am so stoked. And I think the possibilities of them being connected to certain things, maybe we'll talk about that as we get to some of those books. Like it's, I'm excited. I'm excited for all four of these books for sure. And they have yeah. some fabulous authors oh, yes, for these do. books as well. Yeah. Like I, Oh my God, I can't wait. So let's just dive into it kids. So the first book that they uh, announced was Star Wars Shadow of the Sith. So this is going to be written by Adam Christopher. Its release date is June 28th of next year. And ooh, you guys, this is going to be juicy. Uh, This is a Luke Skywalker and Lando Calrissian book. And it uh, talks about the, the two nearly, it says nearly two decades uh, from the Battle of Endor. The uh, rem- remnants of Palpatine's forces have fled to the farthest reaches of the galaxy, but for the heroes of the New Republic, danger and loss are ever-present companions, even in this newly forged era of peace. So basically, this book is uh, Luke Skywalker and Lando Calrissian going on that hunt that uh, Lando talked about in Rise of um, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So we get this adventure. And they also talk about how this book is going to be obviously involve Ochi of Bestoon. And then they even talk about how this will involve a little girl on a small desert planet. Guys, we're talking Ray and we're talking about her parents. We're going to get like their names most likely. So <laughs> this is amazing. Like I, this is one of those stories, like when it got mentioned for me, Meg, like it was when Lando mentioned it in the movie, you're like, oh, okay, interesting. Lando and Luke on an adventure. I would have never put those two together, but I'm like, it fits though, especially for like post Return of the Jedi and things like that. Obviously, he was, they were they were close buddies, and we know this. So I find this that they're going to go into that story in a novel. I'm super excited, and obviously, it's going to connect to Ray, which I am more excited about as well to learn more about her past her parents past so that's going to be a really i think fun novel for me like that's one of the ones i'm really looking forward to so we'll start there meg shadow of the sith man what do you think adam christopher i'm excited first of all i'm really excited that he get he he got to slash is getting to write another star wars book because he was supposed to or possibly even had already written the entirety of that mandalorian novel that was supposed to come out that got canceled for whatever reason yeah we may never know what happened with that but um they did say when that happened that they're working on something else with him and i'm so glad because he was so excited about the project he was working on before and to know that he, he they you know they let him stay on and gave him something else to work on and of all of the things to give him to work on, he chose this. But um, a huge from, story, like a yeah. huge story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. From what I know about his other work, um, it's going to be great. I'm really excited. Um, and the story itself is not a story that I 
I thought whenever, you know, when we first heard about it, that I would be like excited about. But knowing like Lando's motivation of like, oh, his daughter is missing or was kidnapped or whatever happened to her. And, um, you know, Luke trying to make discoveries. And like, I wouldn't have put those two together and made a novel out of it. But like, that's why I'm so excited about this story because like, I want to know what they're going to do with it. And um, we don't have a ton of stories set between um, uh, Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens in terms of like books. Like we have, you know, The Mandalorian now, but like to tell this story, to have these major characters in in this time period that we've never gotten before – I, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm ready. Um, and like, I, I want to know like what kind of surprises are in store, especially with Ray being mentioned and Ray having some part in this. Um, like how, what, like we, so many um, have talked about, you know, post uh, Rise of Skywalker, like what's going on with Ray, but no one ever thought like what happened to Ray before um, the Force Awakens yeah. met her. And like, right. that's amazing to me. Like what, what's that going to look like? I want it. I'm ready. Yeah. Oh, God. And I actually, you're right. Actually, I never thought about pre-Force Awakens with Ray. Like, I never thought about that. But yeah, you're totally right. Like, this will give us a really interesting perspective on her. Obviously, before, it seems like, obviously, before she gets left on Jakku, obviously. So, like, what, yeah, what's her relationship with her parents like? Like, what does she remember? What were they like? You know, obviously we know from the movies that her dad was a clone of Palpatine. So, like, how that all mixes. Like, it's going to be really interesting. And I'm glad you brought up Lando and the daughter because, again, that was really kind of not briefly said, but it was said in the movie. And you're like, oh, that's interesting. And obviously there's hints. And I think in the, I can't remember which like uh tross book it was like the dictionary or the art of but they talked about how the character john i think is it jana might be lando's daughter like i i don't know if that's really ever got confirmed or whatnot but there's like hints of that yeah i don't know if it's confirmed either yeah yeah so that's like an interesting like we'll get that story too so i'm like all right like i'm kind of here for it and like you said like luke with with Lando, wild, wild adventures. And I can't wait for like <laughs> to like have those two on an adventure, you know, without Han or without Leia or anything like yeah. that. Just those two. It's gonna be yeah. really interesting. I'm I mean, I'm really excited for for this book in particular. Um anything else that kind of jumps at you on the story or anything with uh with this one? You know, now that you mentioned, you know, it's it's just Luke and Lando um, without Leia and without Han, like, that's really going to be a good opportunity to, like, just have us get to know their characters and who they are at that time um, because it's just the two of them. I'm really looking forward to that, too, um, because, like, you know, we see Luke in Return of the Jedi. We know who he is then, and we know kind of who he has become in The Force Awakens. Like, we know some of the things that happen in between those two things, but, you know, at the time that this story takes place, like who is Luke? What is he searching for? What is he thinking about? Like, what are his motivations? What are his fears? Like, oh, I'm ready. I'm so excited. The more, uh, the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, can I have this book now? Is it, (laughs) is it time yet? (laughs) Cause that's going to be interesting for Luke too. Like, you know, did he, did he start the Academy yet? Is this what like makes him start it? Cause I know a lot of people are like, maybe this adventure kind of kicks off his whole, like, okay, I have to start a whole new Jedi Academy, you know? And then obviously with, with Mandalorian, 
I think it's what we know. It's what three is it three years or five years post Return of the Jedi for season one? I can't remember. I think it's five. Specific. Is it five? That's I what I want to say. Too. It's five, maybe. Yeah. But, so, and this is supposed to be like roughly what they say two decades post uh, Endor. Yeah, nearly. Okay. Well, this is the Empire's dead. Nearly two decades uh, uh, on from the Bale of Endor. Okay. So, I mean, I wonder if he has already saw Grogu at this point or this is pre that, right? Because I guess depending, right, depending on when this takes place, that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting because, again, maybe he, I wonder if we even get a mention of Grogu if it has taken place, you know, this adventure takes place post that because... I mean, before before Mando season two, you know, Luke was, as far as we know, just hopping around, going to different stuff, collecting right. stuff. So was he really with Lando at that time doing that? I feel like this is, and I could be wrong, maybe I'm totally reading like the synopsis incorrectly, but like, I feel like this is kind of like a, a like a few years, like past Mando, past five years, <sighs> right? Yeah. I, I think I it'd be think interesting. What do you think? I mean, did you right? I mean, I did that just I think that'd be really interesting if Grogu was mentioned in this book. Don't you think? I think it really be- would. It would be interesting because I didn't think about that. And also, Adam Christopher having written some Mandalorian stuff before. Ooh, that's uh, a good we point. don't know what that that's looked like, point. but like, hey, right? there you go. Oh man, please. Like even just like a mention or even like an indirect like reference, that would be cool. Yeah, I think that'd be really Ooh. fun. So again, yeah, like again, these books could really connect to a lot of different things, a lot of different things. So, yeah, okay, guys, so that's the first one. So Shadow of the Sith by Adam Christopher. That comes out June 28th. It's available to pre-order. I think y'all should because I think this one, I think me and Meg, uh, we're pretty excited about this one. I think this one's going to be really good, really, really, really good. Okay, so the next one that got announced is called Brotherhood, and this is by Mike Chen. This releases on May 10th, and this is a, we're going back to the prequels, baby. This is a Clone Wars, in the middle of the Clone Wars book. And it's about Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker. I'm so excited for this. So the little synopsis that they have says, The Clone Wars have begun. Battle lines have been drawn throughout the galaxy. With every world that joins the Separatists, a peace guarded by the Jedi Order slipping through their fingers. After an explosion devastates Kato, Kato Nemodia, the jewel of the Trade Federation, the Republic is blamed and the fragile neutrality of the planet is threatened. The Jedi dispatch Obi-Wan Kenobi, on one of the Order's most gifted one of the Order's most gifted diplomatic minds to investigate the crime and maintain the balance and has begun that has begun dangerously shifts. I think I read that wrong. The balance that has begun to dangerously shift. As Obi investigates with the help of a heroic uh, Nemodian guard, he finds himself working against the Separatists who hope to draw the planet into their conspiracy and sense the sinister hands of Asajj Ventress in the midst that cloak the planet. Okay, first of all, I just want to take those two paragraphs and be like, what is going on? <laughs> because <laughs> we have Obi-Wan Kenobi like, in his like prime, Pretty much. And then we have Asajj Ventress. Like, we get more Asajj Ventress content. I can't wait. Oh, my God. Meg, 
I, uh, talk about those first two paragraphs that they dropped. What are your thoughts on the book as you just read those two paragraphs? <laughs> give it to me now. Um, first of all, Obi-Wan Kenobi content during the Clone Wars, awesome. Asajj Ventress content, anytime, awesome. Those two together, anytime we've ever seen them together, it's been glorious chaos and I need yes, more of it, yes, yep. please. Um the Clone Wars is like my favorite, one of my favorite like eras in Star Wars. And like the fact that we're getting more material, more stories in set in that era, I'm like, I'm dying. I, I'm dying. I need it. Um, and like, I, I, I just need more Clone Wars Obi-Wan. And like, we're obviously not going to get more of that on screen, at least for the time being. But like, okay, then give it to me in a book. And that's exactly what we're getting. And from what I remember from... um. Oh, which story did Mike Chen write in um, from a certain point of view? The second one, I don't remember, but his story was amazing. That's all I do remember. Um, so I'm ready. I'm ready. Give it to me, please. I'm so yeah, excited. He, his, I can't remember which story it was too, but it was in that The Empire yeah. from a certain point of view. It was really, really good. So, okay. So that's just the beginning, kids, because then it says, Amidst the Brewing Chaos... Anakin Skywalker rises to the rank of Jedi Knight. Here we go. Despite the mandate that Obi travel alone, his former masters insisted that he listen this time. Anakin's headstrong determination means nothing can stop him from crashing the party and bringing along a uh, and bringing along promising but conflicting youngling. That's interesting too. Once a Padawan to Obi Wan, Anakin now finds himself on equal but uncertain footing with the man who raised him. The lingering friction between them increases the danger for everyone around them. The two knights must learn a new way to work together, and they must learn quickly to save Kato Nemodia and his people from the fires of war. To overcome the threat they face, they must grow beyond master and apprentice. They must stand together as brothers. Oh my god. <laughs> it just, it just like, gets better somehow. How, how does it get getting all, like <laughs> how is that synopsis so good? Like if the synopsis is that good, it's <laughs> gonna be like it's gonna be like I'm already like give this book to me because A, we have Clone Wars, like you're saying, Clone Wars content, which I love, because there is a, a nice chunk of between Attack of the Clones and Return of the Jedi, there's some stuff that we don't really have info, right? Like, I mean, we have a lot. We have a lot of the end of the Clone Wars, obviously, with the show and things like that. But we really don't have the beginnings and before Anakin became a Jedi Knight. Like, this is what we're getting. And then for them to bring up the Kato Nemodia, and obviously that was a huge like thing in Re Revenge of the Sith. Where he's like, not after I, you know, save your skin for the tenth time, and then Obi's like, that Kato Demonia doesn't count. Like, we get to find out what happened yes, finally. on that damn planet. Like, finally, uh, imagine, imagine, <laughs> imagine this pitch meeting. Like, let's build a novel off of one line in one movie. <laughs> right, and everybody's like, yes, go ahead. Like, it's oh my it's, god. I mean, so now you not only have Obi Wan obviously in Asajj. Now you're throwing Anakin. Now you're throwing Anakin Jedi Knight, who just turns Jedi Knight, and then he, I believe if I read the, this right, he is bringing along a promising but conflicted youngling. Like, what is going on? Like, this who book is it? I, it's gonna be, right? Like, this is gonna be really interesting stuff. 
again, send the Clone Wars. We get some like really cool reference, obviously, from the Revenge of the Sith, like we're talking about. Like, this is going to like I think blow our minds. And it's really interesting that they're doing obviously Obi and Anakin content because obviously we know the Obi One Kenobi show is coming out. So it's like, will these be not really referenced, but like enhance the Kenobi viewing now? Like, I think that's going to be yeah. maybe interesting to see. Like how it's connected, you know? Yeah, that was my thought too. I'm like, it, it's it can't be a coincidence that we're getting two books featuring this character right. the same year that we're getting a show. Right. Like, there's no way that like at some point these things aren't going to be referenced one in the other or it's connected in small ways somehow. There's no way. Right. I mean, why? Like you're saying, you don't bring in Obi Wan Kenobi the show, and then you're bringing two books that star him, which we'll talk about the next one, but like. I, yeah, I, I, there's a there's a reason why they're pushing Obi for sure, and I think I can't wait because yeah. I'm excited for more of his content and again more of this kind of pre, you know, right in between we know what happens in Clone Wars and like the their relationship. It's going to be really fascinating. Like it's going to be really really fascinating. Mm-hmm. So, any other thoughts you have on this on this announcement? Because this one this is this might be. It's hard because all four of these are going to be yeah. really, but this is maybe my anticipated one. I don't know about you, but what do you got? Man, I just, there's there's so much happening in this synopsis alone. I just, I feel like it's going to be a long book and it's just going to be one of those that just like, you just keep turning pages, um, which I'm here for it. Give it to me, please. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be one of those, like, it's not going to stop. It's going to be constant action and you're just going to be like. I need more. Like, this is going to be amazing. So that's book number two, kids. So it's called Brotherhood, and it's by Mike Chen, May 10th. Oh, this is going to be that. that this That's going to be a good one. I'm, I'm so fired up for this book. So fired up. Okay. So now we have a book that is called Stories of Jedi and Sith. So this one's actually really, I'm interested in this one, too. So it's, um... It's edited by Jennifer Headley, and here's a synopsis for it, kids. So, the brave Jedi, the devious Sith, these iconic heroes and villains embody the struggle between light and dark that is at the very heart of Star Wars. In this exciting middle-grade anthology, 10 acclaimed authors imagine all new tales for some of the saga's most popular characters, from Luke Skywalker to Darth Vader, from Obi-Wan to Asajj Ventress again. Very excited. And beyond, complete with beautiful spot illustration. Epic standoffs, epic standoffs, cunning plots, courageous action, and ruthless anger are all here in this showcase of the enduring power of one of the greatest movie sagas of all time. So, wow, I can't. This is so here are some of the authors, kids. So, you have Rosanna Brown, uh, Delilah Dawson. Tessa Granton, uh, Sarwat Chada, Michael Kolg. I, I know I'm probably butchering these name kids, so I'm sorry. Uh, Sam Maggs, Michael Morrissey, Alex Serga, Vera Strange, Karen Strong. And it's illustrated by Jack Bartuk. So, ooh, this is really exciting. I'm really, I love lore. I love, like, the Force the Jedi, the Sith. So I'm excited for this to kind of dive into that stuff. But we get really cool stories with some really cool characters. Again, Asajj Venture showing up. 
coincidence, Meg? Because I don't know. Maybe not. Right. Seems a little too on the nose for me. Like, yeah, you're getting a size ventures content. Like, if she comes back, I'll be happy. Please explain it, but I'll be okay with it. Have her come back. Maul came back. Bring everybody there back. I don't care. There you go. Bring everybody back. <laughs> For a certain point of view. Come on. Nobody, nobody's yeah, ever go. truly gone. But there what are your go. thoughts on this uh on this anthology story? I sounds really cool to me. What do you got? What what's your what's what's your thoughts? Out of these four, this might be the one I'm most excited about, but I'll tell okay. you why. Okay. One of the many things I loved about Ronan, the book that just came out, um, is that it really let the author kind of take Star Wars and its themes and its roots and kind of just run with it and create something that's like Star Wars, but also completely new somehow. And I feel like these anthologies, like especially something like this, is the perfect opportunity for these writers to come in already loving Star Wars, already knowing so much about these stories and their favorite characters and just going crazy with it um, in the best way possible. I cannot wait. Um, And, you know, I follow a lot of these authors on Twitter. I'm not completely sure why. Um, A lot of them have written for Star Wars before, and that's probably why for some. But um, the day that this was announced, to see them all finally get to, like, finally say, hey, I'm doing something for Star Wars and to finally not have to keep the secret anymore was so adorable. It was like my favorite thing that happened that day because just to see them all like supporting each other, but also like, look what I did. I can't wait. Um, That made me so happy. And so like that combined with um, just really wanting to see what these authors do with these stories. I am so hyped. Yeah. I, I'm really excited for this too. I think I love, obviously, the characters that they said, you know, from Anakin or from Luke to Vader, from Obi to Asajj, like, that gets me excited because they're not just, you know, they're not just sticking with your prototypical, like, you know, Han and Leia or Vader and the Emperor, like, Asajj Ventress, like, I love Asajj Ventress. She's one of my favorite characters. I'm going to do a whole episode on her uh, pretty soon here. But, like, to get more of her content, and to have her not only obviously in this book, but obviously we know in the book that we just talked about with Obi and her in it, like this is this is like a I hope a rebirth of Asajj, and I hope somehow they're like we're gonna bring her back, kids. Just just don't worry about it. We'll explain it. It's gonna make sense. There you go. And you could like, hey, Night Sisters, magic. Yeah, there you go. Go for it. I don't. I I will buy it. I don't even care. Bring Asajj back. We need her back. She's one of my favorite characters. So I, you know, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with these and like what stories. Like you're saying, what stories are they gonna tell and what what they do with it? Because I feel like it's, it is kind of like you're saying, like the the Ronin or the Visions. Like they're saying, hey, talk about this character and 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 have fun with it and do whatever you want to do doesn't matter like just have fun and and they have some really great authors like these are some really top-notch authors that we have like you said have done star wars before they know how to write it i'm excited this one is one of those i think it's going to be sneaky good i don't and i think people really need to really get excited for it because i think it's going to be that good um so again this is stories of jedi and sith uh with all those various authors edited by Jennifer Heddle, and this comes out June 7th of next year. 
All right. The last book. Because, <laughs> you know, not like we not like we don't have have anything to talk about with all of these. Good lord. Like, okay. Next one is Star Wars Padawan by Kirsty is it Kirsten White. This is releasing July 26th. And here's the synopsis, kids. So Obi-Wan Kenobi really wants to be a good Padawan. The best Padawan, even. But the that's feeling more and more impossible with his new master, Qui-Gon Jinn. All of Obi's friends are off training to be real Jedi, getting mission experience, while he's still on Coruscant, practicing his forms, and sitting in silence, silent uh, contemplation. Ever since Qui-Gon's former master, Dooku, left the Order, it feels like Qui-Gon has been too busy trying to connect with the Force or arguing with the Jedi Council to properly train his Padawan. Even even Obi-Wan finally convinces Qui-Gon to take him on a mission to to a remote planet once explored by the ancient Jedi. His master doesn't show up the morning they are to leave, so Obi-Wan impulsively takes off by himself upon arriving on the mysterious luscious lush planet he encounters a group of teenagers with no adult supervision and who all seem to have some connection to the force free from the constraints of the order obi-wan joins them in their daring adventures but the padawan side of him keeps questioning the teen's strange relationship to the force and to the verdant planet around them and what all of it might mean to his future Obi-Wan will test limits of his relationship to the Jedi and to the Force in this exciting yet soulful exploration of one of the Star Wars' most enduring heroes. Oh my god. (laughs) This is... Oh man. Meg, I'll have you start because this one is just... Ooh, spicy. Spicy, spicy, spicy. So what do you got? What's your thoughts on this one? I need to see Obi-Wan not following the rules for once um, and barely yep. feeling guilty about it. Me that too. is what I Me want. Too. I feel like that's what we might get. I am so excited. I, I, We got a little bit of younger Obi-Wan in Master and Apprentice. I'm so glad that we're going back farther than that. Um, especially to like the whole like Obi-Wan-Qui-Gon relationship being like not great at this time and like – Obi-Wan questioning, like, am I even, like, what even is being a Padawan? Like, what do I really want out of my life? Um, I need it. But, like, why this time period? I don't know. Um, I don't know what it means. But, like, I I need to see, you know, we're going to get to see him just, like, running around, no supervision, no one telling him what to or what not to do. And, like, oh, my God. Like, I did not know how badly I needed this until we found out we were getting it. Exactly. Like, it's going to be really interesting to see Obi-Wan very Anakin-esque that we see Anakin when he's younger. So, like, I think it's just going to be, it's going to be a very different perspective on Obi-Wan. And it's going to be a very different type of, I think, character that we are so used to. So it's going to be really interesting to see that form and develop. And then obviously... Like you're saying, the relationship between him and Qui-Gon at this early stage, super interesting. And we know, obviously, Master and Apprentice, that was another great book that, again, explored their relationship. But this seems to be really like the beginning 
of their, you know, their journey together. So it's going to be really interesting. And then again, we get the mention of Dooku. We're going to get more Dooku content, which I'm really excited for. Like again, learning about more of Dooku and Qui-Gon's relationship, I think is going to be really interesting to explore. You know, like I think that's going to be really fun to, to dive into. So yeah, again, it's interesting that two out of these four books are very obviously Obi-Wan heavy content. And we know the show is coming out. I mean, do you, how likely do you think it is that, you know, they will connect? I don't know about connect, maybe not connect, but like, like you're saying, reference maybe these, these ideas that are in this book and explore them a little bit, because I, I really do have a feeling that in the, in the show, we'll get Qui-Gon's voice. I really do. Like, I feel like that that's going to happen. So like, I really feel like these will maybe somehow connect again, not, not directly, but again, we'll get maybe, uh, a, 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 an Easter egg, so to speak. Do you think that, do you think that's a possibility with, with these two coming out like around? Cause I'm assuming around this time we might be getting the show who knows, but it's just very, it's very conspicuous that they, I mean, very, why, very sus, very sus. Why else would you out. release two Obi-Wan stories around the same time, you know, at the very least in the same year? Like maybe there's, you know, that intent to build up interest for the character, but you also don't need to do that because it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Everyone, even if you exactly. don't know what Star Wars is, you right. know that name. So right. why else would you do that? And I could see, I'm trying to remember, I'm pretty sure I wrote something about this and I can't remember anything that I said or theorized because of course I can't, but I feel like, um, there has to be some point in the show where like he's looking back on things and remembering like, oh, remember when I did this? Remember when this happened? Like, why would you not just bring that part of the story in? Because it already exists or it's going to exist. Or like, you know, with the same idea of one book basically stemming from one line in a movie. Like, what if they just what if it's one line in the show and then you get the book and you get the backstory to that? Like, how cool would that Ooh, be? Oh, that's interesting. Because it, it, you know, it's never like Oh, to uh, to appreciate the show, you have to read the book. Like it's never like that. Like the books, the books, the expanded universe, whatever you want to call it, are always like supplementary. Like you can read them, you can enjoy them, you can get more out of it, but you never have to. And I feel like this would be that. Um, but it, how cool would it be for them to connect? Like, please, I want I, it. It would be huge, right? I, I think it would be a huge opportunity for for them to do that. I mean, and I know a lot of a lot of us fans who are who are book readers like we do at times really clamor for more continuity. You know, which which I understand. I mean, I think we all we all want it to to connect and I mean, and they do, right? I mean, in in many ways a lot of these books obviously connect to many things that we are have seen or have heard of within the movie. So like I get, but I get people wanting it more like deeper connection. So this would be a heck of an opportunity to, to do that. And as we know, Deborah Chow is directing, uh, Obi-Wan. I mean, I, I, I got a feeling that she might be like, Hey, what do you guys got? Like, what are you telling any stories? And maybe she would bring it, bring in some stuff. I, I think she would be maybe that type of person. So, Oh yeah. I, again, you're so right. You don't have to market Obi-Wan Kenobi this hard. 
because he's already like a solid character that everybody knows. But you're doing it in within like a month of each other. Like, come on, that that's just suspect to me. So like, I feel like there is going to be something in the show that will connect some of this, especially, I mean, especially this one, if, if, if I assume, and maybe you assume that, you know, we will get Qui-Gon in the show at some point, like they can mention these early days, you know, they can mention all that stuff maybe in, in a brief conversation. And then obviously we know Hayden's coming back in the show. So like, again, the book that, you know, has them in it, like you could reference that book in the show. So like, there is huge opportunity for them to to do that and i think it would be it would be great it would be great i mean it would just be great if they did it will they i guess time will tell but i i hope they do i hope they do i mean i i think it it would just really i think show the fans specifically the book fans that you know what right guys you're reading it and it it is connecting deeper than than maybe what we have seen before you know, I, so I, I don't know. I, I hope they connect, but I mean, again, these four books are outstanding. Like these were out of nowhere, like you're saying, like you said earlier, like out of nowhere kind of announcements, you know? So like, it's, it's cool. And I, I again, we're both book, big book readers. So like the more the merrier for us. So. Oh yeah. I'm excited. So to wrap it up, obviously all these four books we're really excited for. What I know you said the the anthology one, the Joe stories of the giant Sith is kind of your favorite. What any anything else that kind of like like out of these books, you're just like, God, I cannot wait to read like this part of that book or like anything jumping out at you uh, as we kind of wrap everything up. It's all so good. It's so hard to like pick like, oh, I want this one thing because I want it all like right now. We're getting it all so close together. I cannot believe that. Um, good luck to everyone who has to review the books and, you know, all that other stuff. <laughs> all right. Everything's fine. We're all fine. We're all fine here. Um, <laughs> everything is fine. Um, oh, man. You know what? Oh. Oh, you know, the more the more I think about it, and I would not have said this before coming into this recording, um, I want to know what Ray has to do with um, the Luke and Lando story. Mm. I want to know what's up with that. I want to know mm-hmm. what we're going to find out. I want to know. I want to know that. Um, just because I'm curious, I, I want to know. You know, we know a lot about Ray. We know where she came from and her origins and how all that went down. But like, what more details could we get? You know, what secrets could still be revealed? Um, I want it. And I know that at this point. Um, Whatever they do with that, they're going to treat it really well, and um, especially in book form. And I'm excited for that. I never would have thought I would come here and say that, but here we are. <laughs> here we are, indeed. Because again, that is something we don't like. You said, like you said up top, like everybody and myself included, like what, what's Ray's story now? What movie? Like what's her for? You know, moving forward, what's the story? But we're not a lot of people are talking. What happened to her? Like what, what, what happened to her parents? You know, like what, what got her to that point of the, her parents, what was her relationship with her parents? Like, you know, like though, those early moments, like what, you know, what did she know she had the force? Like, was she doing stuff like, you know, and she couldn't explain it to herself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there's opportunity to explore that character deep. And I, I hope they kind of touch on it a lot in that book for sure. Um, 
you know, for me, I, I'm excited to me. G- give me more Anakin and Obi-Wan shenanigans. Like, I'm here for it. I can't, I can't wait. And then you add Asajj to this story. Like, I am 100% like, God, I can't wait. Like, this is that book specifically. I Brotherhood is going to be, I think it's just going to be really fun. And it's going to give us more of those Clone War esque moments that we're so you know that we have seen with Obi Wan and Anakin, and then again with Asajj, and to throw Asajj and Obi Wan together, like the chemistry they have always had is going to be on full display in a book. I can't wait. I can't wait. And again, I me too. I I, I mean that book. I'm I am so excited for. But again, to me, sus, man, Lucasfilm, you're talking about Asajj Ventress a lot. What are you doing to me? Because if you if you bring her back somehow, I would. Oh, God, I'd be so happy. I'd be so Ooh, happy. Me too. I, me too. God, I, you I, know, I would love it. We got so much of her story. Like, we got enough in the Clone Wars and we got, uh, she got her own book, but like, it's still not enough somehow. Like the, she, like if you right, think about how much right. she went through, like even uh, if you, even if they yeah, don't bring her back to life and they just go backwards and tell and flesh out more of the story, the backstory that we have of her in a book or in a comic or in a show or whatever, like give it to me. Like she, her character is so interesting, and all that she went through and all that she overcame and like. Oh, such a good character. I like, it's not that I forget about her, but like, we just don't talk about her enough and we should talk about her more. And maybe this will spark more conversation about her and all the things. Oh, these books. Oh my God. (laughs) Right. These books are going to be so good. And again, yeah, I 100% agree that we need to talk about Asajj Ventures a lot more. And I hope this, like you're saying, maybe kickstarts the, the Ventures campaign and gets more people interested because I... I would love more stories because the tragedy that she went through early on. And then I'll see her, her, for me, her triumph at the end of it all. Like it's, it's some of the best storytelling I think in star Wars and her arc is one of, if not the best in star Wars for me. So, all right, kids. Yeah. She's so good. So good. So good. So good. All right, well, that's it, kids. Th- those are the four books that are coming out. I hope you're as excited as we are. I mean, it's it's going to be a heck of a year for books next year. <laughs> I mean, oh my goodness, not to even <laughs> mention like you know, with 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 Republic, High Republic coming out, and you know, the end of Phase One starting in January. Like, whew, we got a lot of stuff. Right, that's that's a that's another podcast for you and I to talk about. <laughs> Is the High Republic phase one ending and what that could mean because oh no they're they're teasing us kids they're teasing so us much and, I, and I don't like it <laughs> right so I much death I so much darkness I, I don't like where we're going with it I don't like it I don't like it at all don't like it at all but Meg thank you so much for coming on and talking some Star Wars books thank you thank you thank you so much. Let the good people know where they can find you, all of your stuff you write, all the podcasts you're on. Give them all your socials, my friend. Of course. Oh, it was so good to be here and talk about books and Star Wars and things that include both of those things in one. It's great. Um, If you want to follow along with anything that I'm doing, um, the best place to do that 
unfortunately, depending on who you are and how you feel about the world at the moment, is by following me on Twitter at MacDowell. Um, there is where I post uh, most of the things that I write and the podcasts that I uh, publish end up there somehow, all the things and uh, my stupid thoughts on, I don't know, the Darksaber are there sometimes too. Um, yeah, that's going to be the best place for you to find me. Um, there's also a link to my link tree where you can find all my articles and all the things that I've worked on there too. So yeah, that's that's it. That's the thing. Um, sorry if you're not a huge fan of Twitter. I'm not sometimes either. And yet somehow every day I, I end up there and uh, it's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Very true. Everything's fine over there. Uh, yeah, guys, go follow Meg. Follow all her stuff. Awesome stuff. Awesome content. And if you like this episode and want to hear more of us, follow us at The Galactic Podcast. at The Galactic Pod on Twitter, and we can be found on Apple Pod, Google Play, Spotify, all the big stuff. And you can follow me, Lauren Romo, at Lower Nose on Twitter. So until next time, may the force be with you, my friends, always. <laughs>